Hello and welcome to another SPAS Community podcast. This is Ben Brady from the SPAS marketing team. I'm joined today by two members of our product communication and training team, Ashley Whiffle and Nathan Driver. Hi. Hello. And this is a special podcast today. So we uh, recently put out one which was a general podcast about the uh, the training side of your team. I don't want to say the training team because mm. we uh, mentioned how many people are involved, but uh, go and have a listen to that and you'll understand what, what I'm babbling about there. <laughs> um, but this this is more about a specific session that's coming up, I suppose. Um, and we thought, well, as we're doing this session anyway, the topic of the session would make quite an interesting podcast in its own right. Uh, because we go out to this past community and train them in a number of different ways. The, you have your induction training, which is a two-day uh, long course on the end-to-end of surpass mm-hmm. um, and then there are the different sections within surpass uh, such as item authoring. Uh, so w- what we're going to talk about today is this item authoring training which is the first in a series of training sessions we're actually running here at the right. BTLHQ in Salter um, and then just to get that out of the way I suppose Nathan you're going to be leading that session do you want to tell us a little bit about it the dates and how people can get involved if they want to after hearing this fantastic podcast. <laughs> um, absolutely. So the training itself is going to take place on the 25th of March this mm-hmm. year. Um, it will be focused on item authoring and tasks is, is, is the other half of it. Yeah. Um, okay. And We'll explain a bit about what tasks is for people who maybe don't know later it's in quite, the podcast. Yeah, it, it, it's it, fantastic. It's, it's excellent. Yeah, we it's quite that. new. Um, the best way to um, sign up to the training is to get in touch with your account manager. Okay. And that, that's how, how we're getting signups at the moment and they'll know exactly who to contact. So just yeah. let them know that you want to come to the Surpass community training yeah. and they'll put you in touch with the right people. Okay, so now that we've got the advert out of the way, I suppose, <laughs> because this podcast is for everybody, not just Surpass community members. However, a lot of it will make more sense, I suppose, if you are at least... Um, aware of surpass and some of the functions within it but if you're involved in the assessment community at all you'll understand a lot of what we're talking about here and yeah. uh, hopefully get something out of this today as well to uh, put into practice yourselves um okay so let's start with um you know item authoring just for anyone out there who doesn't know we call it item authoring sometimes it's known as question authoring mm-hmm. item banking they're, they're all actually different parts of one process aren't they but different people do kind of use these terms interchangeably so Ashley do you want to start by just talking about item authoring within Surpass and what that actually means? Yep sure so quite simply it's where we author items now that's the short answer Uh, what you can also do in item authoring uh, like Ben said is item banking so it's a place where you can store questions and you can use them for one 10 session for many um, and kind of keep using them over time you can also quality check in item authoring. You can restrict permissions. So that's really useful if you've got subject matter experts writing questions perhaps around the globe or you don't want them to see content or candidate results. You can restrict that. Um, there are loads of things you can do in item authoring. What's really useful for some of our community members is our import functionality. So you can migrate questions into Surpass. Um, you can create templates, which is a brand new piece of uh, surpass mm-hmm. functionality. Um, and that's useful if you've got lots of questions that follow the same kind of format. It really helps with the efficiency and time 
it takes to create a question. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds quite interesting. You say that templates are a new function that's been added to this pass item offering. Um, so how exactly do they work? Mm-hmm. What, what, is, is it just a case of um, you would say, here is the question, but I want 10 people to put 10 different potential answers, like distractors, for mm-hmm. example? Uh, I, I, I so so the, the, there's two halves to the template functionality in Surpass. Um, so you have what we call um, item templates. Mm-hmm. So that is a, well, it's a template of an item. So say you want every single item to start with the same kind of block of text, then you want some answer options and you want the same picture attached to to every question. Okay. So you could create an item template, set that up, and then your item authors could create items from that template. So you're saving mm. a lot of time and resource by them not having to constantly input the, the text, constantly create all the answer options, right. and add the media. So that's okay. the first half of templates. The second half is something that we call component templates, which are essentially parts of questions as opposed Mm. to the whole question um, or the whole item. So a component template, you can write a, say, a paragraph of text. So I I always remember English GCSEs where you'd have, Mm. it would, every question would say, make sure that you talk about X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you'd create a component template out of that, and then your item authors could just pull that component template into the question so they don't need to worry about, um, well, they don't need to worry about it, right? Like they, they don't have to worry about consistency because yeah, it's always so From what you're saying then, I suppose there's, mm-hmm. um, there's a section of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Let's say Midsummer Night's Dream because it's the only Shakespeare play that I know really oh, well. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame, Ben. I'm not an English grad like you guys. <laughs> uh, I was an actor. But I, I never really got Shakespeare, if I'm honest. I know that's a bit... Oh, oh, I've wow. just realised we'll that half our listeners have dropped off. Um, yeah, let, let's talk about that outside of the context of the podcast. Um, so, you know, you could have one section from Midsummer Night's Dream, and within that, you could have three different questions. One is, um, what are Titania's feelings in this section? What mm-hmm. are Puck's feelings within the section? And and what Don, are the donkey-headed the guys' <laughs> bottoms? There you go. <laughs> How did I forget that one? Um, yeah, so you could have one mm-hmm. scene with three people, but then the three different questions for three different candidates. So actually, mm-hmm. thinking about it off the top of my head, this is quite useful for uh, linear optimization, which is something that comes up as a topic quite often. And uh, for linear on-the-fly testing, hmm. it's often recommended that you have quite a large item bank to you know, make sure that the, the variance is in there. And actually with templates, then even a relatively small uh, SME team, subject matter expert team, hmm. could write a, a bulk of different items quickly to take advantage of that linear on-the-fly testing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, you do the hard work once and then it, you can just replicate it across yeah. lots of items. And I, and I guess, do, do we see like a lot of teams of uh, subject matter experts that are managed by one person? Then is that, is that how this would work? Somebody would be in charge of writing the template and then that would be distributed among their team of, of SMEs. Exactly. So you can use roles and permissions within Surpass, which we won't really get into today. Yeah, that, that's a different topic. So you, yeah, you can restrict who has access to templates, who can create them and who can just use them. Right. Okay. So it's actually a, a really powerful feature. It Absolutely. sounds like templates. Yeah, template. Um, <laughs> but actually, no, there, there's a lot of settings and, and that sort of set in there. So will you be talking about this in more detail on this item offering training then? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure it's in there. 
Okay. Um, on that note, would you say that this training is aimed at people who already have a good understanding of item authoring and use that that section within Surpass, or is this is this going to be for beginners as well? Because I suppose what we don't want to do is have a session with people of very mixed abilities. Do we? Um, you know, if there is need for a beginner session, we can organise that afterwards. If mm -hmm. it just depends on how many people come forward saying they'd like training on different aspects. I think actually we're going to cater for both in this instance, only because okay. we find that um, if once people have had the, the introductory training as part of their contract, mm. um, they might not get any kind of support with creating questions um, kind of beyond that point. So it's always really useful just to go over the basics, like Nathan was alluding to roles and permissions. That's something mm. that can be quite complex to fit into your own um, way of working with tests. So. It's almost worth going back to basics. And for those people who know the basics really well, we can um, adhere that as part of the session and make sure that those people perhaps go a little bit ahead with their advanced functionality and we'll clear everyone at the end. Um, okay. So w we will try and kind of cater for both people who need basic and yeah. advanced, yeah. And, and that's why we asked them to sign up via their account manager so we can get that information ahead of time. And exactly. th this is going to be a bespoke session, isn't it, based on who is attending. It's not just something you've whipped up uh, that you're then going to deliver a PowerPoint on screen. It's going to be interactive and, and a bit more fun. Exactly. Great stuff. Uh, okay, so moving on. Well, let's go through the uh, itinerary a little bit. I've got that in front of me here. So we start off with an introduction. That's, that's quite standard. Um, and I suppose you'll use that as an opportunity to just make sure that everybody is up to speed with what they've said they are, make sure that we have some of the key terms, things like that. Uh, everybody's on the same page with what each term means. Um, we, we do have uh, a lot of customers from the US as well as the UK. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's quite important, isn't it? To make sure that we're all using the same language within the, uh, one community. Mm -hmm. um, I, no I noticed that the actual, uh, this past conference, the past couple of years, there's been a lot of fantastic conversations sparked from the fact that some people say test takers rather than candidates or say yeah. exam rather than test and things. Yeah. And actually, it, it's incredible how a small word or even a phonetic difference can just mm. open up people's way of thinking and, and exploring different options. Um, okay, so we're going to look at mapping out current item creation process. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's a bit more rather than being... Um, focused on surpasses is that focused on how people might plan an item in, in the first place? Yeah, it's just to get more of an understanding about how they currently use the pass mm. and to make sure that we are kind of reactive to their needs and their interests. Mm -hmm. And it will be a time for them to also communicate to everybody else who's in the room. So we might know that three people out of the group are interested in templates, for example. Yeah. But then we'll go around and we'll discuss that as a group. So then we can perhaps group those in terms of their interest or they can communicate during or potentially after the session and share ideas and yeah. um, share best mm. practice. That's what we're trying to encourage some. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think that's going to be incredibly valuable because I know that we find when we go out and train customers that we we have our idea of how, you know, people use Surpass, but then you'll mm. go out and train a customer that have their own processes mm -hmm. and they teach you as much as you, as you kind of teach them about yeah. how they actually use the system. And I imagine that hopefully that's going to be the same for customers talking to each other. 
Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I, I speak to Spass community members as a member of the marketing team. Mm. You know, we quite often go out do a lot of video interviews and testimonials and things. And one thing I do hear over and over again um, is that it, it is like a, a symbiotic relationship almost. Mm. You know, we're, we're not just a vendor client. Um, we, we provide the Spass community. We provide the tools within that. But actually, a lot of the time, like I say, we're, we're learning from customers yeah, exactly. and then we're creating the product roadmap based on what they want and then they've actually spoken to another uh, org- awarding organization had a little chat between the two of them and then that comes yeah. back to us say well we both need this i think that's how the the voice catch question um that that used to be like a, a 30 second mm. audio capture didn't it yes. oh sorry it was voice capture 30 seconds yeah, yeah and now thanks to um the three different organizations getting together and saying well actually we could use this this and this between them and us we came up with a brief and that now allows you to capture an hour of audio um it's loads kind of, of other settings spanned well. off into yeah. yeah tons of other settings how it works with the question stem what the like can and can't see mm-hmm. media video playback and all that kind of thing so um so these kind of discussions are, are really important um yeah. but so much comes out of them it's not just like say a whip around yeah um, okay, and then we're going to move into the item authoring side of things. I think we've already spoken a little bit about this earlier. Uh, so just touch on how you actually create those items in the past now. So we've got tons of item types. Um, I can't remember what it was at last count, depending on how you define them, but certainly in the closer to 100 than, uh, than zero. So that's always a good sign. Um, and then we move on to import items and bulk updates. So that's just some of the advanced functionality within SPAS and the yeah. APIs, um, QTI import, that kind of thing. Is that yeah? Is that the yeah, sort of thing yeah. So it, importing items into SPAS from external software. Yeah. Okay, and um, and then there'll be a break. That's always good. We've got a uh, <laughs> nice, nice tea and coffee facilities <laughs> here. Uh, fantastic new training room in the in Salt Mill yeah. offices, isn't there? Um, Can't so, wait to show people. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to, to see people. If you've not been to Salt Air before, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Mm-hmm. I think we're very lucky to be in the building we are just by the, the park and the river here. Um, Hopefully in March we'll have some nice enough weather that we can... It'll be fantastic <laughs> weather to, to help people... Uh, yeah, so explore the area, I think. And yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what you've got planned for lunch. Who spies lunch these days? We do. Oh, we? From, we from BTL with love. From BTL with love, great. <laughs> just cheese okay. and marmite sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be cheese and marmite sandwiches. Let's just get that clear. Yeah, I'll be having words with, with Paul Rupia. Um But yeah, we, you know, and there's plenty of opportunities after the training to explore salt air. Some really nice kind of cafes, bars, that kind of thing. So if you are coming to the training, um, do, do plan a little bit of time yeah yeah side absolutely well. we're very good at recommendations Sorry, as well completely digress uh, <laughs> this is why podcasts are better than webinars webinar would be very formal yeah. um, okay after lunch we're going to move on to item search and lists uh, so we'll explain the purpose of item lists find items using the item search add items to a list now on paper again that sounds like a very simple thing it's like well you've got items in a list and you, you search for them. But <laughs> Surpass allows you to do a lot more than that. Uh, yeah. Nathan, do you want to talk to us a little about what will be covered in that topic? Yeah. So in this particular session, um, we'll be focusing on how using item lists within the con- 
the context of tasks specifically, which I think we'll, we'll okay. get onto in a minute. And because they are a, an item list is a prerequisite for, for using, for using right. tasks. Okay. Um, but there are a few other uh, functions in item search as well um, that we will touch on mm-hmm. um, and such as kind of how to um, combine different search criteria, how to access bulk update from item search, from an item search and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so the bulk update, just for anyone who doesn't know, in a nutshell, um, if you've got list of, is it hundreds of items, thousands yeah. of items now, I believe, just yeah. as many as you want. Um, millions. Million, millions of Don't items. Me to that. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone tried really? <laughs> I think it'd be more the automation testers that are after your head for that one. But in, in theory, it could be millions um, if the processing power is there. So you can create a spreadsheet and the spreadsheet mm-hmm. has set things in it that relate to the way that we set up our items, uh, set fields. Mm-hmm. And you can change those fields and you can do a bulk update rather than going into each item within Surpass. I think uh, we'll be exploring my latest favorite addition to Surpass, which is the unit conversion as part of bulk update. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will need to talk to Jack about whether we are <laughs> ready to show that. But I, yeah, I would absolutely love to. Um, so yeah, we'll see about including that in there. Okay, so if you want to know a little bit more about the uh, the unit conversion, maybe check out our recent webinar. You um, yes. spoke about that, uh, Tom and Adam, wasn't it? On yes, it was. Speaking about that. Okay, and then so moving on to tasks, uh, which looks like it takes up the rest of the afternoon, and that is because tasks is uh, a massive piece of surpassed functionality mm-hmm. um, that allows people to do so much as, as item authors, but also as team yeah. managers. I think that's the important thing here. Um, so my understanding of the tasks, in a nutshell, layman's terms, uh, it features things like uh, track and change, mm-hmm. and it features um, version compare, all this kind of thing. So if you're managing a team of item writers, you can go in, you can say, right, I want Bob to create 10 items, I want Ashley to create another 10 items, but I want Bob to do them on math, I want Ashley to do them on science, and then Nathan, tell you what, can you create 10 items on sport? Mm-hmm. Um, and I need all of these by the back end of next week. Yep. And then what you do is you can say after that week, there's then uh, another week where all of the team can go in and review each other. Well, it depends how you set it up. There's two different yeah. ways of doing it, isn't there? So yeah. everybody can review the same item and all pitch in with track changes. Mm-hmm. Or you can all review individual copies and then somebody can take those individual copies away and choose what to combine from them. Uh, very simple traffic light system. It's great, simple to use. Uh, but I feel that I'm really not doing it. I don't know. Here. I feel like you should be delivering this session, Ben. <laughs> no, they, they, You're they, wasted in marketing. The, the problem is that, well, that's it. This is this is a marketing elevator pitch for why it's great. It allows you to do so much. But I think the the real proof is in the, the tasting, so to speak. Yes. Um, and that's what you'll be covering in, in tasks. So, Ashley, do you want to talk a little bit about the, the specific topics we'll be covering in there and how they might be useful to people in their day to day? Yeah, sure. So, well, you've explained a lot about tasks there that are actually all accurate. Um, but just to contextualise kind of what Nathan was getting at earlier with item search and lists, we're going to talk about tasks in terms of the different roles that are available um, in this in the system. And what a manager of a task or a manager of a team of item writers in your own organisation um, would have to do first would be, as Nathan rightly said, create an item list. 
when I also want to just assuage any fear because it sounds like there's a lot of functionality in tasks but it would be up to the task manager to set up the rules of the game as it were okay. so it's completing a task as an item author is really easy once it's in the manager's hands so the manager decides what question type you're going to be creating what the format's going to look like they can even set up uh, specific settings for you um or even partially fill the question for you um because we understand our item authors are usually really busy people um mm. for example you're a doctor and you're trying to write a medical exam you know mm-hmm. you should be out there helping people in hospitals and mm. you might only have a certain amount of time to be writing questions so mm. it's the task manager um in the surpass system who sets up the task for the doctor and then all they do is quickly author some items and then uh, they would do a kind of peer review that they would expect with mm. you know high stakes exams like that yeah and i suppose uh, so that's where the traffic light system comes in it three yeah, doctors exactly. might look at that and two of them might flag it as green say yeah that's fine but another one might say well actually i read uh, a new research journal last week yeah. that contradicts this information so even, no one's wrong it's just yeah. that because there's always so much information coming about in that kind of high stakes arena and then he can flag it as red and put a comment on there saying that, you know contrary to what you you all believe this new journal states this and this will be taught in universities next year when this exam goes live yeah. da, 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 da. exactly and it's all tracked it's all time stamped yeah. And there's an audit trail to say who said what, when. So it makes it really easy for the team manager to go back and either address that directly or to take it into consideration when reviewing those items. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, I think we've done a bit more than explain what's happening in the training today. We've gone into a kind of mini mini webinar here explaining (laughs) what the features actually are and do. Um, But you'll finish off then with a review all of you, the training sessions finish with a review, don't we? I mean, you, you guys have, as trainers, received great training in how to deliver training. Yes. Um, <laughs> so just to get that point across, you know, that in case you haven't already listened to our training team web, uh, podcast, uh, you know, the guys on your team are all professionals. You're doing this as your nine to five here as members of this past team, you're not just a couple of developers that we've kind of pulled in to nope. talk to people yeah. about how it works. We hold the, the credentials. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is all about... Promise. <laughs> yeah, all, all about actually making it understandable for people. Um, I think just to, I was meant to touch on tasks as well. So you're talking about the the person who sets the the game rules, if you like. Um, and then the, for the people actually writing the, the questions, this is all designed for them as if they're going into a Word document or something like that, isn't it? Sure. So it's, uh, yeah, little things like that that you have explained much better than I did. When I, <laughs> I babbled on a bit at the start with my marketing pitch to the uh, the people buying the system. <laughs> you're the guys who are actually using it out there listening to this podcast and you get to talk to our trainers so that everybody can just get on with their job in the most efficient way possible and yep. mm-hmm. least stressful. So, okay, great. That sounds like a fantastic training session. So just to reiterate, if you have stuck with us this far through the podcast and want to get on board with that training session, uh, community members, surpass community members uh, can just get in touch with their account manager. It may be that you don't have a direct connection to an account manager if you're listening to this podcast, but you should have a representative within your organization who can organize that for you. Uh, Likewise, if you've got a team and you think, this sounds great, but I, I want my whole team to experience this training. Maybe we've expanded, got some new people in. Uh, you can also get in touch and uh, we'd be happy to set up a, a, a training session for your organization. It, it's not just a case of 
we put on these every so often you can request mm. more training and i think that's all from me so on that note uh, thank you very much for listening thank you very much ashley and thank you very much nathan thank you um, thank you <laughs> what is the the next session after this one let's let's have a little sneak preview <laughs> we've both the same yeah, then. <laughs> <laughs> um the next one we're going to do on the 20th and 21st of may i think that sounds right um <laughs> it's going to be a surpass end-to-end training session so that will help you map your complete test process in and out of the system and again an opportunity for you to share best test practices brilliant you've already said too much Uh, there will be (laughs) there will be another podcast on that uh when we've finished the item altering and tasks podcast yes Uh, uh, sorry item altering and tasks training so i look forward to getting that out to you in the near future thanks for listening thanks bye